What's up, guys? This is Kelly, and welcome to the Ringer Podcast Network. Recently on the Winging It podcast, Vince Carter and Annie Finberg sat down with NBA All-Star Kyle Lowry and recording artist Timmy. This week, 2017 first overall pick Markel Fultz joins the show to talk about living up to expectations and working his way back from injury in the NBA. Make sure to check out Winging It on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. The whole gang is back. <laughs> I am Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're going to talk about the Love is Blind reunion. Hell yeah. <laughs> we're investigating fan base names. Hell yeah. <laughs> and we're going to come at you guys with some new animal related, not worth the tea topics. <laughs> really psyched. This is the peak of Tea Time content. <laughs> Every time you hear the bell, we have to change topics. Kaya's back on the bell. Woo-hoo! We're in great shape. And now, let's spill the tea. All righty. Tea time checks in with, we're back with more Love is Blind content. Couldn't get enough. Uh, Netflix on their YouTube channel released a reunion special. With- it is also on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Today. Okay. The whole gang we've come to know and hate was back <laughs> in the studio, basically saying the stat, like rewatching a lot of the show together and then just kind of updating their statuses with their relationships. Okay. Couple notable things. Best glow up. I think we're all in agreement, Kate. Yes. It was Amber. Yeah. So they released like a teaser for this. Like basically, we're going to talk about this in a minute, but Amber was the one who was like, first of all, I just hated her and I continue to hate her, but <laughs> she was just like very sort of girl next door with a Sephora addiction, like mm. brown hair, mm. you know, pretty, but like not like anything like crazy. She came out with blonde hair, like the classic like LA blonde, yes. like balayage thing going <laughs> yeah. on. Uh, definitely got a boob job. We can say it. She looks great. She was very proud of it. Um, yeah, except I wanted to pop those implants. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, she was tough to take in this. She was. Also, my biggest problem, one of my biggest takeaways, was she still had so much to prove. She had so oh much to say about Jessica, yeah. a.k.a. Messica. And it was just <laughs> like, this footage that they're rewatching is from 2018. Oh, wow. Watching all these people still be upset, Amber especially, it's just kind of like, you gotta let it go. You do. You do. She's been married, in theory, for almost two years. I know, it's Damn. crazy to think about. <laughs> I had thought that Giannina, a.k.a. G or Gigi, mm-hmm. had the best glow up only because she appeared so much more calm and collected and with it. She's had some growth in the past two years. She got rid of her extensions. Do you also think she's had fillers, like the lips? A lot of them looked like they'd maybe had some. Yeah. Damn. But it's hard to say. You got to be realistic about these things, Amelia. I appreciate it. Okay, there are a couple of really good quotes, I think mostly coming from Amber. Uh, Kate, (laughs) want to start us off? Yeah, so... If you guys watch the show, Amber and Jessica had a lot of back and forth. Jessica was just really messy, really coming for Barnett, who Amber ended up marrying and is still married to. And so Amber obviously, they obviously shot this after they had seen sort of the first reactions to the show. So it seems like very recent that they shot this because like, they, we'll talk about this later, but there were a lot of reactions to things that, like, had been memed. And Amber obviously knew how to, like, play into this. So she went off on Jessica. Honestly, poor Jessica. I know. I'm going to say it. I feel like she didn't deserve this, but... People have been making comparisons to Annalise from yeah. The Bachelor, and it's... Vi- 
it's kind of shocking how similar they are. It is. And like they look the same. Too. Although I have more compassion for some unknown reason to Jessica <laughs> than I do Annalise. <laughs> only because she feels she got shit on that entire yeah. reunion. Right. And she didn't know that like people were going to react to her that way. Yeah. And like she seemed truly apologetic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and somebody actually tweeted and was like, Amber is the only person on the show that like is in a reality TV state of mind. <laughs> And, like, even Jessica is, like, I fucked up. Like, yep. I'm sorry. And, like, it looks really bad. Yeah. Yes. And, like, wasn't, like, there to fight. Like, she didn't, like, pull Amber's hair or, like, fight back, really. Like, right. she just kind of apologized. So, anyway, Amber went off on her and was, like, bitch, you're shysty. I don't know what that means. I think you know. You just like, know what it is. Shiesty, is that, like, a like, common like, word? It, I mean, I've Like, shady it. and feisty? What is that a combination just, like, of? like, a little shyster. Like, you <laughs> shysty. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. That is that definition. Wow, yeah. okay. Uh, she goes, you're so fake. Coming to my face like we were cool. You are so fake. You're engaged to another man that you were leading on. Oop. Again, it's just like, this is 2018. I know right. you got to do it for the ratings. And yeah. obviously yeah. everyone online was talking yeah. about it. But you just got to move on. I will say this whole cast of characters has been in a lot of therapy, it seems. Since <laughs> up. Jessica appears very remorseful, very yeah. like looks at her life in a 360 way. <sighs> Same with G, like yeah. her quote. She seems much calmer and mm-hmm. was like, I need to deal with things in a more constructive way. <laughs> just a lot of things they got to work through post-show. Yeah, uh, we had another good quote from Janie and I know you wanted to talk about this, but she <laughs> was talking about how she and Damien are back together. That was like a big shock. Yes. Um, they aren't married, but they're like trying, which... My take is that, like, they just want to be relevant, and they realize that yeah. they could be relevant if they stay together. <laughs> yeah, um, truly. But I guess I hope it works. Anyway, Janina was like, we are so together, like, every single day, waking up next to each other and going to the gym together. I don't want to lose this, and I didn't. And she is really emotional, and then Vanessa Lachey goes, okay. Yes, I, <laughs> I noticed that. If you're going to host it, at least, like, try to buy into that shit. Chris Harrison has to sit through, like, seven people crying and be like, oh. I understand. <laughs> Vanessa Lachey couldn't fake it for 30 seconds. She really couldn't. So the worst host of all time. I know. Nick Lachey again was like, obviously I'm Nick Lachey. It's like, you're two comments by celebs online. Like, you know. You know. See, that was the main thing where I was like, oh, they shot this really recently. Because I was like, he obviously, no pun intended, wanted to play into that. Yeah, obviously I'm Nick Lachey. Shut up. They were, and I was was kind of ready to give them another shot because we trashed their hosting so much. And I was like, okay, at least like they'll have to sit here and like moderate. Yes. Like the lightest extent. They sucked. They were horrible. In the 11th hour, though, Vanessa Lachey tried to freaking cinch that season two hosting game <laughs> by tearing up, being like, love is blind. And I was like, what, the, what are you talking about? Now, How hard do you think it was for her to squirt out those tears? <laughs> probably very difficult. Do you see any of these people becoming like influencers, popular online, beyond, you know, the next couple weeks. They will all try to be. Yeah. Yes. Like, literally all of them will try to be. I think Lauren and Cameron have some legs. Yes, sure. People like them. People like Lauren especially. Yes. I think she could do okay, get some spawn con. I think the rest will try. And um, fail miserably. And fail. But I think that's, like, why Janina and Damien are back together, because, like, they're going to try to make that For sure. I think that— it's interesting because, you know, we've seen, like, The Circle, and we've seen Cheer, mm-hmm. and all those shows, and, you know, The Circle, we I don't know those people. I don't care. Yeah. Whereas Cheer, they're just, like, so genuine and authentic, and they have funny, fun personalities where these people just don't. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know? Yeah. Like, I didn't go follow any of these people on Instagram. Why would you? I could not bring myself to do that. Yeah. What was the most shocking revelation in this reunion special, if anything— I think it was the fact that Amber and Barnett live in a haunted house. 
<laughs> they just dropped that kind of out of nowhere. First of all, Amber and Barnett talked a lot about how like they considered like breaking up. Mm. Amber got a divorce lawyer, blah, blah, blah. They're like making it work. But then they just casually were like, we live in a haunted house. I am shocked that they're still together. I think you're right. That's got to be number one. <laughs> and then, who, oh, that they chose Nick and Vanessa Lachey to host, Amelia? Yeah. Is that your answer? That is a tr- <laughs> Why? Is shocking. Like, Why? Were they cheap? Probably. Did they, mm-hmm. like, produce it? They, like, produced it, didn't they? These two people are so freaking lucky that it blew up in this way. This could have yeah. been oh, any other show. no Truly. influence of their own. Correct. Truly. Like, really yeah. despite them. Correct. <laughs> My biggest shock was, why did Mark not speak Aww. in this reunion? He was one of four people that really everybody kept talking about, yeah. and especially mm-hmm. his relationship with Jessica. He got no airtime. Yeah, he must be just a really boring dude. Um, uh, he's, they right. sat him across the room from Desco, which as soon as you saw that, you were like, like nothing's going <laughs> to yeah. happen there. Like, that's over. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tough look for him. Yeah. If they were to come back, would you watch any of these people for season two? Or you think just like freaking scrap it all, start clean. Start clean. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Would you guys watch season two of Love is Blind? Not unless you make me. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> stay tuned for that. <laughs> Okay, next category is this week in social media. Okay, this one's the first one's good. Kate, go ahead. This was very triggering for me. So Kaya sent us this, and she should have put a trigger warning on it because we have two, one former assistant, one current assistant on this podcast. Kaylee Cuoco went on her Instagram story, and she just thinks she's funny and she's not funny. That's the main problem here. She went on her Instagram story, and she posted this whole long thing talking about how she gave her assistant the day off. And she was like, I love my assistant, Emma. And she gave her the day off, but she was like, and I just was like, order my usual lunch, which first of all, that's not a day off. Right. If she has to order your lunch, <laughs> she doesn't have the day off. So she was going through her lunch. She was like, I eat the same thing every day, like salmon and veggies. And she is like, look what's in my lunch. And she does this whole thing where she has mushrooms in her lunch. It's her least favorite thing in the world. She like is just on her Instagram story going on and on being like, do I throw them out? They've touched the salmon. Like Emma... I hope you're enjoying your day off. Crisis averted. So she obviously thinks it's funny and she appears to be joking. And like everyone has like looked into her assistant and like they have a really good relationship. They're really good friends. Clearly she was like, this is funny. Like this is an inside joke with my assistant. But like it's not an inside joke because you have like millions of people watching this story and you're throwing your assistant under the bus. Right. Right. She just like didn't see anything wrong with it. And now she's calling it Mushroom Gate 2020. And she did. She did a story with the assistant and was like, Oh, really? Emma, are you upset with me that I outed you? And Emma was like, It's great to know there are people supporting me in this trying time. And Honestly, like, the hardest thing is that I have to eat salmon every day. So then people were like, Are you making your assistant eat the same thing that you're eating? Right. Oh. And the assistant was like, And then Kaylee Coco was like, I don't force Emma to eat salmon. Like, this is just all like a running joke. So my thing is like, if you have a good relationship with your boss, I'm an assistant. I order a lunch every day for several people, one being Bill Simmons who's assistant I am, if he went on his Instagram story and was like, Kate, like, what the fuck? I gave you the day off. Right. You ordered my lunch and there are mushrooms in this. Even if I had the best relationship with Bill, to have a good relationship with Bill, I would be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's... You- <laughs> like, he would never do that and that's a yeah. huge dick move. Big Bang Theory fed this chick lies for like 10 <laughs> seasons. She now thinks she's like a comedy icon. <laughs> and she thinks she can get away with it. And That's like, all I'm going to say. And everyone's like, they're really good friends. Like this assistant is like, oh my God, we're such good friends. Like it's fine. But like, is it? The assistant's at gunpoint behind the camera. Exactly. Be like, no, everything's okay. Like that's, 
sucks. Yeah. I feel bad for her because I think she thinks it's fine. And like, no, you have a shitty boss. Like, find somebody new. Agreed. Is my take. It's just Agreed. Rude. It's just rude. Okay, next one. Another rude thing <laughs> I want to address is that, you know how we said, hey, Lizzie McGuire, the iconic show of the 2000s, it's coming back. It's getting a reboot on Disney+. Plus. Well, turns out it's not. Yes, you read that right. Or you listened to that right. <laughs> <laughs> Hillary Duff, well, people at first were reporting like, oh, you know, they're not doing it anymore because there's this whole argument over should this show be aged up to mm-hmm. fit its older fans who clearly are grown up now or should it still stay in that kind of Disney Channel fun like what they did with Raven's Home? Mm-hmm. And apparently— Hilary Duff and I think the showrunner, creator of the series, were like, no, 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 we have to age it up. And Hilary Duff actually addressed it on her Instagram recently. And she pretty much says, I feel a huge responsibility to honor the fans' relationship with Lizzie, who, like me, grew up to seeing themselves in her. And I'd be doing a real disservice to everyone by limiting the realities of a 30-year-old's journey to live under the ceiling of a PG rating. Right. So that's pretty much—and I, you know what, I agree with her. And she talks about— it would be great if they can move the show to Hulu or something mm-hmm. like that. And I think it—yeah, I think it would. I agree. This was my unanswerable question last week, which was—and at the time, she hadn't responded in that yeah. way. It was just like, something has happened to the mm-hmm. reboot, and it's been indefinitely stalled. This makes, obviously, a lot of sense. Yeah. And yeah, no 13-year-old is going to suddenly get into Lizzie McGuire. The only right. people watching will be us right. who grew up with her. Totally. So you might as well make it. That reminds me of, like, the Boy Meets World reboot, where, like— they mm. came back and were the parents, but then it was like, oh, oh we're right. going to get all new kids to watch this new version. Yeah. And we're like, no, like the people who want to watch it are the people who grew up with it. Right. Like, just make it for them. People love nostalgia. They love nothing yeah. more than like revisiting these old shows. Mm-hmm. But like, you have to give it to the audience that wants it. What's interesting, and I will give you guys some insider oh my God. knowledge from Disney. When I was at Disney, one of my jobs was to like write these little fluffy articles about like the five times Lizzie McGuire was goals. And one of the (laughs) things that I wrote was there's a really funny episode where she and Miranda are like shopping for a bra Mm -hmm. and they don't want to tell Lizzie's mom. And then finally they kind of had to because they're kind of, there's like this whole like, well, what do you really want? And they're confusing people and the store lady and her mom. And Lizzie finally goes, I want a bra. And she says (laughs) it. Do you remember that? I remember this episode. It's iconic. And things like this happen in real life. This happened yes. to me and old babysitter. She sat me down and was like, you're too young to be wearing thongs because she— And I— <laughs> I don't exactly know why I brought that up in this moment. However, tweens, teens, young girls go through this shit all the time. Right. And now I want to see, you know— Exactly. These storylines through. Exactly. We're actually going to come back to this in, in You're Not Worth the Tea, right? Or yes. no, relationship news. Wait, yes. can I just—sorry. Oh my God, real please. Quick. So then I wrote— do you remember that iconic moment when she's like, I want a bra? A bra? And one of the editors re- was like, you can't write this. <gasps> what? Because it mentioned the word bra, which is insane. That is actually insane. That's stupid. Fucking Disney. Hulu purchased Lizzie yes, McGuire please. for however much it costs please. and be done with it. Okay, next one in social media. This is a little, this is a crossover <laughs> category between Tea Time Relates to Other Ringer Content, aka sports. Okay, Shaq, who it turns out all of Tea Time really loves. Yes. And I did not know that until I brought this to everyone's attention. Shaq lost a bed to Dwayne <laughs> Wade this week. Uh, so he said that it was like Milwaukee versus the Heat, and he said the Heat was going to lose, and then they won. So instead of punishment, instead of cash that he had to pay, Dwayne Wade said, you have to let your hairline grow. 
and not shave because <laughs> Shaq is bald. So Shaquille O'Neal did exactly that. He let his natural hairline come in. It is about <laughs> halfway. About where Liz's headphones are right now. <laughs> right. Where you comfortably wear headphones. It sit, that's kind of where Just his right hairline is. <laughs> Shaq is such a lovely man. He's he on his Instagram story being like, please, Neil, oh, say yeah. please. I'll never find a bum, 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 <laughs> a hairline like mine. Bum, bum. Thank you. <laughs> the best part is how he loses it, like right there. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically having the time of his life. His hair looks like shit. He like, he, like is he, owning like, it. He hands up to the very top of his <laughs> yeah. head where his hairline starts. Yeah. And he's like, I want to hear all the comments. Hurt my feelings. Like, I look good. I don't care. He's also offering a free watch from his brand that he's launching in the spring. A free watch to the hardest, cruelest comments. Shaquille O'Neal is the best. <laughs> That's amazing. He really, really is. And I guess Tea Time approves We do. We're Big pro fan. Shaq. Okay, last one. All right, finally, you know, there's a lot, basically constant talk about the coronavirus. It's a very real threat. We've had a lot of just things that people are saying you should be doing to be safe. Mm-hmm. One of these includes not touching your face. And people cannot get over this on social media. And I want to know why, because... Well, basically, Seth Rogen tweeted, was like, realizing basically all I do is touch my face. We have several coworkers who won't shut up about it. Sean Yu is one of them on the video team. He's like, I constantly touch my face. I'm going to die by touching my face. Mm -hmm. And my question is, which I guess is an unanswerable question in the middle of social media. Why do people think this is that hard? (laughs) Because women who wear makeup or people who break out have not touched their face for the last 20 years. (laughs) This is mostly difficult for men. Yes. Not to generalize, and I'm sure the people listening will, I will get yeah, some shit. I guess, Amelia, but... you have great skin, and you don't no. typically wear makeup. Do you touch your face regularly? So it's like, so warm. Um, No. Right. Other than to, like, itch it. Right. <laughs> Why is this so hard for people? People are really struggling Liz and I this. were talking about how, like, you know, as women, again, who wear makeup and have, are prone to breakouts, like, if you, like, rest your hand on your, your, your head on your hand, like, you put it in your hair, or you put it on your neck, right, or, yeah. like, right. you, like, they're... I would. I never touch my face. There are workarounds, people. Just yeah. text us. It's not that hard. Agreed. Women know how to do it. Agreed. Okay, next one. This is going to get weird, you guys, <laughs> because Kate and Amelia are taking the reins. This is something I know very, very little about. <laughs> this is Tea Time Investigates fan base names. I'm so excited. Me too. Okay, this came up. Yeah, I was just going to say, how the hell did this come to be? Uh, Amelia shared the fact that Iggy Azalea calls her fans the rats. With, with a Z. Z. <laughs> And we were like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? And then we started looking up all these fan base names that people have. And it's obviously a common thing, especially on social media. You know, celebrities, typically musicians, give their fan bases a name or the the fan bases name it for themselves, especially like with Twitter and things like that. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like an organizing principle for like these fan bases that work really hard, like for their success. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to investigate fan base names. We're going to start with the best fan base names. We're going to debate a few different ones in the middle. <laughs> and then we're going to get to the worst ones. Uh, we're going to talk about what makes a good fan base name, et cetera. So we have a long, long list. We're going to start with the good ones, okay? Beyonce, the Bayhive. Beehive? The core issue is that no one knows if it's Beehive or You're Bayhive. You're right, actually. That, that is, is so true. true. That's its one fatal flaw. That is its one flaw. I'm I not think even positive I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> I think it technically is the beehive. But I don't know about I don't that. Know. Okay. Well, either way, it's good. Yes, um, sure. They're fearsome. They're, they're scary. Swift. You got yeah. an emoji. Very easy. Right. Just association. It's a pun. I was going to say that's one of my favorite things is it's got to be punny. Yeah. yeah. Smilers. 
These are Miley Cyrus's fans. Amazing. It's good. It's positive. Really good. Really cute. Yeah. Yep. It'll see her through every phase, even as she goes, she's like now going into like some goth era, but yeah. it still will forever be Smilers. <laughs> Pretty yeah. good. Uh, the Peabody's are the Black Eyed Peas fans. <laughs> who knew? Who fucking knew? I actually looked this up today because I put this in the outline and then I couldn't remember <laughs> what <laughs> fan base this was. And so I looked it up on Twitter and the Black Eyed Peas Twitter account tweeted out hash something at hashtag Peabody's. They did? Uh, last month on February 25th. Uh, the tweet has like 35 retweets so they're just Shocking. crushing it. You wow. guys, if anyone listening is part of the Peabody squad, <laughs> yeah, I, I am begging you <laughs> to reach out. Please. Please. This is a cry for help. Any Peabody's out there. Okay, next one. Um, Show a- yourselves. Apparently Chris Pine has an active fan base that calls themselves the Pine Nuts. Didn't know that, <laughs> but I think it's very cute. Honestly, like if your last name is Pine, like you actually have to have yeah. I don't even care if, like, he actually has has a fan base. Like, <laughs> yeah. you just have to say that they're the Pine Nuts. Yes. Lady Gaga's Little Monsters. One of my all-time favorites, actually. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's, it's creative. Doesn't use her name. She could have just been, like, the Gaga's or, like, right, the yeah. right. whatever. Didn't dial it in. She just went with what felt right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Beliebers are pretty classic. Yeah. That's right? a really all-time that, that kind is. of is our era. Right. I was never a Belieber, but I am somewhere in my heart. You know what I mean? I <laughs> sure. Everyone who's our age has, like, a little bit of them. Yeah, and that was, like, the first real Stan group. Yeah. Like, when he went to the uh, Anne Frank house and was like, I think oh. Anne Frank would have been a Belieber. Oh. I mean, an all-time great cultural quote. reset, as they say. <laughs> Um, and then Lizzo has the lesbians, which I mean, come on. That's great. Iconic. This is good. That is best case scenario because as we are talking about all these fan bases, you're also like, what would all of ours be? Yeah. Kaya, was it oh you my God. who told me that my fan base should be the lizards? Because that's an <laughs> all-time that. bad one. Oh. oh my God, you could be the lesbians. I could be the lesbians. Ooh. I'm a lesbian. <gasps> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Uh, jury's out on these ones. I want to, I want your thoughts. The Lovatics. This is Demi Again, Lovato's. Is that how you say that? Lovatics? Lovatics? I guess it would be the Lovatics if it's Demi Lovato. It's fine. I'm going to say just lukewarm on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Cheerios? Hate it. Ed Sheeran? Oh, that's cute. It's like Cheerios. <laughs> well, I mean, I but don't like Ed Sheeran, so, so my, my vote doesn't count. No, okay. think about all the teens in the UK. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Cheerios. Yeah. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Charlie XCX has Charlie's Angels. That can't be a thing. It's tough from an SEO perspective. Like, you can't search <laughs> yeah. Charlie's Angels on Twitter and find Charlie XCX fans, you right. know? It, it, it doesn't— And you have—and, like, I know her name doesn't have the E, right. but people are still going to add it. Yeah. Agreed. It's confusing. Agreed. It's too confusing. Uh, Kelly Clarkson has the celebrities <laughs> instead of celebrities. You know, I've never heard any of these in my life. Are we <laughs> sure? <laughs> <laughs> I looked all these up, you Again, guys. if you're a celebrity, I guess please reach out to Tea Time. I mean, we're all celebrities, really, at the end of the you're day. Right. I thought this was funny. So Eminem fans used to call themselves the Stans. Right. Like, proper now, because that's where the word Stan came from. Exactly. Because it was about his song about Stan, who was, like, obsessive fan. Mm-hmm. A stalker fan, basically. And they called themselves the Stans with a capital S. But now the rest of the world has taken Stans, right. turned it into a common noun, yep. applied it to every fan base. And now Eminem fans are like, what the fuck do we call ourselves? They got to go back to the drawing board. They it's do. It's got to be more of about the Eminem. I was just going right. to say Eminem. Like, some yeah. kind of, like, mm-hmm. candy. Agreed. Brainstorm that. Any <laughs> workshop it. And then obviously just the iconic parrot heads. Really the first fan base. Who is that? Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett. Right? Yeah. Oh my God, you're so LA. How do you not parrot have heads. parents or friends of parents who are parrot heads? I have dead heads. I know oh them. You're such a coastal elite. Ever hear uh, Grateful Dead, Kate? Okay. <laughs> Next one is worst slash most what the fuck fan base names. Amelia. Again, we're going with rats. I... I <laughs> 
Iggy Azalea. Why? She, I don't know, but she also has an album or like an EP and it's like her touch, touching her face. And it's, <laughs> uh, it's titled For My Rats. <laughs> Iggy. Uh, so bad. So bad. Barry Manilow's fans are called the Fanilows. <laughs> Just, that's a perfect, that, I don't that's know good, why actually. that's in this category. I really like it. Okay, this is actually the worst one to me, I think. And Liz likes really? this one. Rihanna fans. She has an incredible fan base, incredibly wide fan base. Everyone loves Rihanna. Mm-hmm. She's a very unique name. She calls her fan base the Rihanna Navy. And she calls them that because of the failed blockbuster that she was in, <laughs> Battleship. That's where the Rihanna Navy comes from. People also say there's a lyric in one of her songs that's like something about like Navy. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Never mind. Just forget that. Don't quote I us hope on that. That's true. I like because it. I hate that she is using Battleship <laughs> to name her fan base. I like it because it doesn't have anything to do with her name. The yeah, Navy is yeah. cute right. and identifiable. That's true. And we were talking about how this goes. Like the BTS has the Army. Mm-hmm. Rihanna has the Navy. Oh, we were like, uh, nice. Somebody, yeah. somebody should get like the Marines. We're yeah, like, Marina and the, the Diamonds. Like lead. should should be the Marines. Right. Somebody oh, should be the Air Force. That's good. We actually were saying Ariana Grande has the Arianators. We were like. Get the Air Force. Really bad. If there's a confusing <laughs> spelling there, it's going to be really difficult to band together, people. Yes. Confu- Speaking of confusing spellings, <laughs> Zayn Malik decided to call his fans the Squad. The Squad. <laughs> so it's the Squad, but it starts with a Z. And my mm. problem is that it's impossible to say out loud. I'm part of the Squad. <laughs> what? <laughs> Very difficult. Um, and then on Wikipedia. On Wikipedia, there's some that I don't think are true. I don't think are true. I'm dubious of this whole category, just <laughs> FYI. Lot, I checked a lot of these on Twitter. Um, so for PewDiePie, because apparently there are fans of PewDiePie, um, they're called bros and nine-year-olds. I think this is just a bit. Okay. I think somebody on Wikipedia edited this and was just like, like these are the only are, people who exactly. like PewDiePie. Yeah. But yeah, basically we're out on anything that just adds. At, tours, like air. How do you say it? Arianators? And Ari- Selenators? That's that can't so be annoying. That can't That's what I think it is. Wait, and I have some suggestions. Okay, okay, please. Iggy Azalea. Why not the Black Widows? Because it's like, that's the name of her song. Ooh. She and Rita Ora. The Igloos. Oh my God, oh, that's so cute. much better. The Ignorance, because she's like kind of ignorant. I can understand why she, she wouldn't go with that. <laughs> she but <is>. um, <laughs> And then, okay, forgive me, but... Haters, because that's the way she pronounces it in Black Widow. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Anything is better than rats is basically what yeah. we've come up with. Um, okay. I also think it has to be accessible. Yes. Billie Eilish's fans are apparently called avocados because her first Instagram handle mm. was where are the avocados? Mm. Oh, yeah. And I was mm. like, like, that's not, that's an inside joke. People aren't going to be like, oh, the avocados really here to support Billie Eilish. Like, yeah, I don't, that doesn't work. Right. What about for Ariana Grande? Okay. The baristas? Oh, that's so cute. Lattes or the dangerous women slash men. And she loves Starbucks. That's part of her brand. Exactly. She did the cloud macchiato. Wow. Emma Stone, the stoners. That's perfect. She might have some competition there, but that's pretty good. And then I also have something for Rihanna. The realists. Nice. You know, and like, because Fenty Beauty, Fenty's. Why not Fenty's? That's cute. Fenty's is really, Anything really cute. is better than the Rihanna Navy. Okay, yeah. and Amelia, you went on Tea Time social media <laughs> to ask a very crucial question. Very crucial question. We want to know for our Tea Time fam, we've been talking about this for a while, what should be our Tea Time fam name, you guys? Yeah. And here are some ideas. Mugs with a Z, <laughs> just because like I was inspired by rats. Mm-hmm. The teasers. Guess cute. The spillers. That's a fan favorite, yeah. that one is. The steepers. That's I like cute. that one too, actually. <laughs> I know you guys love this one. The leaves. 
Did this all come from your brain? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Come on. (laughs) Biscuits. Also a fan favorite. Was surprised by the popularity (laughs) of that one. Okay. So the people that like us, they'd be like, we're in the biscuit. We're like, I'm a biscuit. I'm a biscuit. Like, woo woo. Biscuits. Biscuits. Checking in. Oh, that's cute. Okay. Scones. Cute. It's cute. I I think ranking, I would go biscuits. Really? Spillers. <laughs> and mugs. <laughs> <laughs> I like, um, we got a couple that was like tea bags. Somebody's like, we could be the tea bags. I was like, the bags? Um, <laughs> somebody suggested hot teas. That's cute. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> That's um, cute. And then there are some that we will not name that we did not appreciate. <laughs> agreed. 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 Okay. Next category. Tea time's the biggest relationship news ever. Go ahead, Amelia. Okay. Well, you know what? I, we all disappointed Kate this week because there was a post on Instagram, and I swear we're not going to talk more about The Bachelor, but two of the contestants from this season, Jasmine Nguyen and Alexa Caves, uh, were posing together, and it almost looked like they were embracing. It was a very Mm -hmm. cute picture. And it was on Jasmine's Instagram with the caption, spoiler, we did find love after all with a little heart, or not mm-hmm. heart, but a rose emoji. And people, including myself, jumped on it and were like, oh my God, they're dating. Me too. Me too. Turns out they're not. Here are the problems. Very misleading caption because it was Thank you. It's so sincere, this whole post so sincere. that I was like, why would you make, or not make it up, but why would you? Why Catching would you phrase it that, it that way? Yeah. The way that they're looking at each other, I guess is how I would look at a best friend maybe, but it's very intimate. Intimate. You could, they, it almost looked like they were like yeah. holding hands. I believed it. And you know how dubious I am of almost everything on the internet. Exactly. I was like, this is great. And then it turns out to be all over Poor Kate. Look at her face. I, <laughs> I was actually furious. Yeah. <laughs> I have never unfollowed anyone so quickly on Beyonce's internet. It's 2020. Yeah. If you're out here <laughs> saying that you love a woman, people are going to think you love a woman. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the people who are like, oh, I had lunch with my girlfriend. And they just think that you're supposed to know that they mean their friend yeah. who is a girl. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you tell me they're your girlfriend, I'm going to think they're your girlfriend. Yeah. There are people with girlfriends. I, I this was like, <laughs> I, I'm just furious. Like, I actually smashed unfollow so fast and was like angry about this for an hour. I was like, this is why I hate The Bachelor. I really thought I could have reeled Kate in with this one. I followed them immediately. Yeah. I was like, look, I was like <laughs> so creeping. Sad. I was on their Instagram. I was like, oh my God, I'm in. Like, yes. And then the fucking bullshit. I don't know why I had my high hopes <laughs> at all. I'm so mad. I am really sorry for you, Kate. <laughs> um, next one in relationship news. Oh, fucking heterosexual bullshit. Um, <laughs> Katy Perry is pregnant. Uh, she announced it today in her music video for Never Worn White, mm. um, which is a rich text because... She was married to Russell Brand for uh, 14 months in, like, 2009. Mm-hmm. Um, and her whole song is like, I've never worn white, but I want to do it with you. Obviously talking about Orlando Bloom. They're getting married in Japan in June. But, like, you have probably worn white. So right. we looked into it. We were like, maybe she literally means she's never had a white wedding dress. Because obviously the implication is, like, I've never really gotten married. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, she, according to Elite Daily, she... Wore a gray wedding dress at her what? wedding to Russell Brand in India in 2009. Hmm. Um, and she also just some light, tasteful cultural preparation <laughs> in there. She also had like henna tattoos and the, the chain going from her nose to her ear because, like, if she can't like yep. do the whole thing, she's going to do part of it because she's Katy Perry. So hopefully this time she will not be wearing whatever offensive Japanese garb she could be wearing at mm. her Japanese wedding. But yeah, they're pregnant. I guess good for them. And it was a very over-the-top 
reveal in mm. the music video. It mm. was. That's how you get to do it these days, I guess. All the pop stars, yeah. they have yeah. yeah so much pressure. It's all, I, I feel kind of bad. That's all we're going to give to Katy I Perry. Mean, congrats. But I guess, I'm so <laughs> bored with her now. I miss fun Katy Perry. Yeah. I know, me too. Okay, next one. This is a bit of a stretch, but stay with me because this is relationship news between me and my teen self. I love this. <laughs> talked about a little bit more today than I thought we would, but okay. Judy Bloom's iconic book, Are You There, God? It's Me, Margaret, mm. is Finally becoming a movie. Wow. And I am so excited. She's basically been holding on to this for a long, long Seriously. time. Seriously. And then essentially just came around to the idea. It was like, I think it's time. Wow. To the book is like story. 50 years old. Like, like, she's, she's like, written in 1970. She's like published. 90. She's like, I guess it's time. <laughs> yeah. She, it was like, I guess this huge streaming and studio war, blah, blah, yeah. blah. The budget's in the $30 million range. Whoa, so wow. fantastic. <laughs> and I'm so excited. And you know what's weird? We were talking, Kate and I were talking about this a bit. I can't even remember for the life of me what that book is about. I just remember how it makes me feel. Mm-hmm. And again, this is not a movie for me. I bet this will be like PG, maybe. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of. I mean, first of all, they wouldn't let a, a girl, like, growing up and, like, the actual realities of that, which this book is about, probably mm-hmm. be PG because, like, it's like the Disney thing. You can't say bra on the <laughs> Disney website. You probably can't say, I must increase my bus, which is, like, her mantra in this <laughs> yeah! book. You probably can't say that in a movie theater without it being a PG-13 rating because the world is a sham. I'm super psyched for this. This I also read this when I was younger, and my mom read this when I was younger, when she was younger, and, like, just everyone loves this book, I think, in, like, our, I guess, like, our specific. Yes, it makes you feel so good. I don't think I'll go back and reread it ever, but I'm excited to watch the movie. I was thinking about who they could cast because this will be a big mm, deal mm-hmm, to yeah. women, mostly. Maybe some dudes, too. But Millie Bobby Brown, has she aged out of this Whoa. character? Ooh. Because technically, hmm. this character is going through puberty. She's, right. like, thinking about a she bra and it. boys and a period and all that kind yeah. of stuff. You think? I think we— Consider her older than she is because she looks older than she is. Yeah. She gets styled older than she is. I feel like she could still do it. They just style her younger. Right. On the other side of the spectrum, I was thinking Julia Butters from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But she also might be a little bit too young. But maybe by the time, like, this actually happens. Yeah. Ooh, she would be great. I would yeah, love right? her. Yeah, yeah, totally. I can't think of any other really young people this that's is in great. the spotlight. And it's the people who did Edge of 17 yes. that are doing this, which is really good. Oh, my God. Perfect. Yeah. Yes. I know. It's wow. going to be good. It's I know. Be good. I'm extremely, extremely excited. Okay, great. I sold that pretty well you in did. this category. Um, and then lastly, this is more traditional relationship news. Uh, Sophie Turner was on the cover of Elle, and she talks about—I wish I cared more about these people. <laughs> she talks about her budding relationship in the beginning with Joe Jonas, and— yeah. There's not a whole lot to really, you know, of course, everyone grabbed it and made a lot of headlines right. out of it. Mm-hmm. She essentially just revealed, A, she wasn't a fan of the Jonas Brothers <laughs> because there was this band that all of her friends, like, named yeah. Busted. And they had a song named Year 3000. They loved it. And then the Jonas Brothers covered the song and it made it massive. And the Busted broke up. No idea about Whoa. any of that. So they hated the Jonas Brothers, I guess. Right. Huh. And then I guess all these people, as she was working on a film, and then her agents and stuff, tried to set her up with Joe Jonas, being oh. like, you guys would get along oh. so well, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they meet at this really grimy bar in Camden for their first date. She thought he'd bring all the security. He just brought one friend. And she brought a lot of uh, her guy friends who play rugby. Nice. Which, compared to Joe Jonas, would probably <laughs> take one foul soup and beat the shit out of him. And then, yeah, she just goes on from there and she's very much in love the only thing that makes me kind of worried is like towards the end of this article she was like I always with Joe I always felt like I was the one who was punching way above my weight and I still feel like that he's so handsome he's so talented he's so funny how am I with him so I don't know I'm really lucky to be with him I'm like Sophie Turner freaking stand tall literally you're taller than him stand tall you're a great individual Joe Jonas I mean I've never been a Jonas brother 
fan or whatever uh-huh. they call no. themselves. And I just, I don't like this for her. You know, you're a strong, independent woman. <laughs> How much have you been vaping? <laughs> well, not— Oh, I guess, yeah, no, you're right. You're right, anymore. you're right. <laughs> yeah, Mimi Bum, Sophie Turner, you're great. Stand tall. Okay. Next category is not worth the tea. Oh, I'm still ranting. Okay. The first one is me. This one really gets me fired up, actually. Let's say you're someone who's worth $440 million, which means you make $47 million a year sitting on a bench in a nice black robe, kind of bitching at people. I don't know how you shut that empire down, but Judge Judy has— After 25 long seasons, she's calling it quits on Judge Judy. So then I was like, what the hell? This is the best gig in the entire world. She's rolling in money to do very little. Turns out she's just basically rebranding. I guess there's some internal problems with CBS. I don't know what exactly is going on. Solve it, CBS. Seriously. She is now taking it to like an unknown network or streaming service (sighs) and is rebranding herself as Justice Judy. Wow. Kate. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is. I heard this ran in our office for this whole. Week. You're right. I've workshopped this once or twice. I just love. I know that's it's bullshit, but I do love that all caps. Justice Judy. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so, Judge Judy. So yeah. I, Justice Judy sounds like a superhero name. Oh my I'm god, right. kind of into it. Oh, I'm what? not. If your her brand is so strongly Judge yeah. Judy, how in the eleventh hour can you? Change. Is it not that like she like wants like Supreme Court justice, like justice is slightly higher than judge. So now she's like, I've leveled up. She's like Pokemon where she's like reached her final form and her final form is Justice Judy. But some Pokemon look better in their first form. Wow. Is that right? It, it is right. Harsh. Well, I'm really upset. I feel like Judge Judy, it just as a name, a brand, an icon, I just can't get on board so, with Justice Judy. So this is an unknown network she's going yes. to. So she's taking a gamble. Yes. Like, she's great, but sh- you're taking a gamble, Judy. Small courts will follow her wherever she goes. <laughs> but yeah, we don't know that loyal fans like me will follow. We'll you're have in. to see. Okay, next one. Okay, so Laura Dern this week posted on Instagram really a, just a eulogy for her goldfish. Her goldfish died after 14 years. This is the caption. R.I.P. to our amazing goldfish we loved so much 14 years. Have some questions for Laura Dern. First of all, I was skeptical that this goldfish had lasted 14 years. This appears to be a white common goldfish. Mm-hmm. I looked at a lot of pictures of goldfish to know what kind of goldfish this was. It's white common. Age expectancy for these goldfish, actually 10 to 15 years. So I can't yeah. actually quibble with that. It's possible for these goldfish mm-hmm. to live yeah. 14 years. However, Laura Dern, if you have a, a pet that you've had for 14 years, longer than like your children. I don't know how old her kids are. Essentially as long as the probably mean age of her children. (laughs) First of all, no name. We don't know the goldfish's name. Does Laura Duran know the goldfish's name? We don't know because it's not in the caption. I would like to know this goldfish's name. I would like to just send up a little prayer for Fishy or whatever his name is. We don't know it. Also, the picture that she posted is very clearly a picture of a biscuit with a goldfish in the background. (laughs) The goldfish is not even in focus. She's taking a picture of a biscuit on a plate and... The goldfish had gotten caught in the background of this picture and is also there. You can't fool Kate Alwell, Laura Dern. And clearly, the goldfish died and she was like, fuck. And then maybe her kids were like, mom, post something about the goldfish. And she was like, fuck, what's the goldfish's name? She was like, it doesn't matter. So she posted this picture. She went like, she probably did like the Apple search thing where you can search in the iPhone and it was just like fish. And like looked (laughs) and threw all of her pictures for any picture of this fucking fish that she's had for 14 years. 14 years. That's like 
such a long time. It is weird. Upon further inspection. This is not a purposeful picture of the goldfish. <laughs> no, it's of the biscuit and the fish in the back. She was like, oh, I guess I'll just leave that. Um, but this biscuit doesn't even look that cool. No, it doesn't. It looks, it does. It's like, I kind of thought it was maybe a, a red lobster cheddar biscuit, but it's not. It's just kind of like a regular biscuit. I mean, it's baked pretty well. Nice golden brown here I don't know, on it's top. A little, it. little, little oh, <laughs> Anyway, fucking Lord Dern. Why is there no name? Sorry, I'm getting mad. That's bothering me. I want to know the name of this goldfish. She's had it for 14 years. Anyway, um, (laughs) really poor execution, and I don't trust that you loved this goldfish. That's my take. Wow. Um, I don't know how I'm going to follow up other than uh, Flava Flav. I don't know about you, but I saw him on uh, his reality series, Flavor of Love. There were three seasons in each one. Great series. He was part of a rap group called Public Enemy, very popular in the 90s. And they just dropped him because they were like, yeah, we're supporting Bernie Sanders and we're going to play at like a rally or something. And Flavor Flav was like, no, I refuse to appear at this Bernie Sanders thing. And they're like, okay, fine. We're dropping you. Oh, good for public enemy. <laughs> well, who is Flava Flav supporting instead? I don't know. Is he pro-Trump? That feels right for him, honestly. He we said, fucking Flava Flav. Oh, wait, no, no. He said, I think they're all good people, except Trump. Some people tried to say I did this because I'm a Trump supporter, and that's not true. Fuck Trump. So wow. it just isn't a huge So it's skin off your back. Flava Flav, just do yeah, one performance. Yeah, just do one performance. Flav. So yeah. you're upset, then do a Warren, well, not now, but like do Biden, <laughs> do like all of them then. Just raise Let's it for the tour. Democratic Party. Right. Flavor Flav, like, you cannot be busy. Right. Flavor Flav, also, like, you know these songs are so ingrained in your head at this point. You right. don't even have to, like, be on. You just yeah. have to tune it back. Wow. How angry we're getting. Okay. What the hell? Okay. Okay, Horrible. sorry. Yes, this will be quick, too. Um, So, recently, this... I don't know if you guys have ever heard of her, but she's a popular Instagram influencer with over a million followers. She does pharmaceutical, like, product reviews and mm-hmm. stuff. Her name is... I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but it's... Ekaterina Didenko, and she turned 29, and so she had this huge birthday party. But three people ended up dying, one including her husband. Yeah, after 65 pounds of dry ice that was like meant to create like a fog effect in a pool was tipped into the pool for the fog, and people jumped in. And it <gasps> resulted in them getting like chemical burns. Oh my god! Yeah, and poisoning because that's what because it. I think it turns into like carbon dioxide or something when it uh, melts with water. Guys, people are so dumb. I know you can't pour fifty five pounds of dry ice in your I pool know. and jump in. So what the fuck? And then four other people suffered chemical burns and poisoning. Wow, this is a real downer. Sorry, but my this... takeaway is that people are really stupid. Yeah, like Google that one time. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to follow up next. I'm so happy (laughs) I'm done with this category and you're going to have to go next. Okay. Sometimes listeners will slide into our DMs with (laughs) links or things that they think we'll be interested in. Uh, Sometimes we talk about them. Sometimes we don't. Sometimes they're already in the outline, which is like my favorite thing when somebody's like, oh my God, you have to know about this. And I was like, I'm like, please, already in there. You nailed it. So loyal listener Miranda Holloway really took the cake this week. She sent us something that is the absolute intersection of the two most random things that Tea Time talks about other than toe sucking, which is wildlife memes mm. and thruple watch. Oh, right. yeah. There is a bald eagle thruple in Fulton. <laughs> and that's in Illinois. 
That's in Illinois. <laughs> okay, thank you. It's a bald eagle name. First of all, it's a whole saga. And like millions of people have watched this on YouTube. So it started out with a bald eagle named Hope. Oh. And she was in a three-way relationship, as they say in the Chicago Tribune article about it. <laughs> With two male eagles named Valor 1 and Valor 2, which, like, okay, name them different things. They're different people. Um, Really tough. And literally, the Chicago Tribune goes, uh, within a few years, cameras had caught the eagle trio in a rare three-way committed relationship, (laughs) the avian equivalent of a trendy human thruple. Wow. So we got a in the Chicago Tribune. So then Hope eventually disappears in 2017. The two Valors raise their eaglets on their own, adopt a new female eagle named Star into the family. Classic women just bringing up other women. So (laughs) beautiful. Uh, I mean, Valor 1 and Valor 2, just like the couple of the century, just absolutely crushing it. And apparently there are multiple eagle thruples out there. Somebody was like, it's our own little soap opera, uh, watching this like, you know, evolving eagle thruple. And I'm just thrilled for the Valors. Wait, has the, the, the man star. eagle not come back to the other two No, women? it was the woman eagle that left. Oh, okay, She left okay. Valor 1 and Valor 2 to raise the eagles on their own. And then Star came in and is now in the thruple with the Valors. Great, great stuff. Really wow. great stuff. <laughs> we gave that about as much time as I wanted this to. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, we're ending with Tea Time's most unanswerable question of the week. Tweet us your thoughts and questions at Tea Time underscore 33. Go ahead. All right, I consider myself a Harry, which is the name of the Harry Styles fandom. It's what? under debate because people think they're the Stylers, but oh. they're actually, when One Direction was happening, they were the Harrys. So mm. I, I feel like Harry's is still the agreed-upon yeah, name yeah, yeah, historically. Yeah. Anyway, Harry is having Harry-ween uh, wow. this year on Halloween. He's doing like a, a dress-up concert where people have to come in costume. He's going to be in costume. His band's going to be in costume. Let's get an invite to that. I know, right? We got to go. I think it's in the UK, though, but still. Oh. I'm, you know, we'll, we'll travel. We'll Fly travel for Harry. Um, so he was talking about what he's going to dress up as to radio.com. He goes, I'll be dressed up. The man will be dressed up. I've got some ideas. One idea is the Navarro cheer team. I'm Jerry. Which is <gasps> amazing. I absolutely want to see, but it brings me to my question. How long can the Navarro cheer team hold on to relevancy? Ooh. And can they hold on to relevancy until Halloween? I'm worried because they got to focus. Daytona, don't know what time of year that is. Maybe soon, maybe not. <laughs> I feel as though... Hopefully, they're not getting too distracted with the fame and the MLM and the Instagrams. Mm -hmm. But they got to focus because they have one year left. I'm assuming Netflix is trailing their every move. Oh, my God. And they just got to focus on the mat. Yeah. Enjoy the time. But yeah, they got to... I'm worried for them in so many I, ways. I, Jerry like has a new Panera branding thing <laughs> that I was I was looking at. And then I, I tweeted about it and somebody was like, Jerry likes his own Instagram posts. Like, that's the real problem here. I believe it was our one of our listeners, Camilla, who... who pointed this out to me, which you got to know now that people can see that you like your own Instagram yeah. posts. Like, that's just Instagram 101. Jerry, you don't need that. You have so many fans. Um, like, I worry that they will get caught up in the SpawnCon <gasps> and in the fame mm-hmm. and not focus on the map. However, I will say, you got to get what yours while you can. That's and true. if this is going to help pay for college or their yes. lives or anything else yes. that they want to do. Agreed. Yeah, but I, I am slightly worried. And I them. just really want them to still be relevant on Halloween yeah. because that's a really easy costume. Yes. Um, and I would like for that to be... Would love to be Morgan. We well, could do yes. the tea time. Ooh, tea time cheer. I do think that the other team that they competed against, mm-hmm. they're hungry for. Ooh, you're right. You they know, want an and upset. Yeah, and they're talented. Like because they beat them. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I would be just pissed a couple if I was years them, ago. Actually. Yeah, exactly. You're right. All right, we'll keep an eye on it. Okay. So poor Misha Barton. <laughs> she girl cannot catch a break because apparently she was, I guess, fired from the hills mm-hmm. due to the fact. 
but she's too boring. <laughs> I I watched this reboot. Did any of you guys else in the room? No. I think I, you was made she, me watch an episode of it for content. I had to watch it for, I did a pod with Bill and Amanda about it. We mm. recapped the season. Oh my God. I well, I agree that Misha Barton was incredibly boring in this yeah. show. No more, bo- no more so boring than any <laughs> other person that was there. I can't believe of all the people they booted her. That's so awkward. That is weird of all, because she would, she's like the most famous. Yeah, she is. Plus, she's they were replacing her with the Demori's daughter slash heiress. Pizza heiress. Pizza heiress. And so then, <laughs> well, actually, us, I'm way more interested in that. I don't know what it is, but I want to know. Us Weekly posted a caption that basically said the same thing. Amelia, that was like, mm-hmm. she's off the show. Misha Barton commented. Did you see this comment of hers? I did. LOL, where do people get their reporting from? As if anyone would watch <laughs> Caroline try to hawk her boring-ass pasta bowls <laughs> and greasy pizzas on TV. Tried that it was like watching paint dry. Get the story straight, us weekly. <gasps> wow, saucy comment from Misha Barton. Yeah. Yes. I didn't know she had that in her. But like, does that mean that Misha Barton— But I think she's still fired from the show. Yeah, yeah she that is, feels for right. sure. And then Caroline, she came back and she was like— Thank you for the sudden surge. And she has like a pizza sauce thing, of course. Uh, I'm not going to mention it. Sales this morning. And she went on to add Misha Barton. Real women don't bully other women. You know, she's taken out the whole women don't do this to other women. It's just like that's so old and like tired. Imagine like wanting to tell people that you feel bullied by Misha Barton. Oh, God. Also, Misha Barton's allowed to feel salty about this for a period of time. Maybe not directed at a woman (laughs) independently. But yeah, this is a really tough blow for her. I don't know where she goes next. Exactly. And also, here's my question, though. Mm -hmm. Who is your favorite reality TV character? I don't know that I have one. Honestly, the first person that came to mind when I was just trying to think of iconic reality TV characters was uh, New York from, from Flavor of <gasps> Love. Her. Which ironic that Flavor of Love already came up once on this podcast, mm-hmm. so we don't need to talk about it more. But she was the, like the one that, as someone who doesn't watch reality TV, I was like, I know everything about her. Yeah. What's your choice, Amelia? I don't know. I feel like there's so many to choose from. That's we watch truly too much reality TV exactly. to answer this. Exactly. Okay, we're ending the pod with one final question. Okay. This is really an eternal debate, but I just want to bring it up to the room. So, Kaya, please I participate as well. Okay. Yesterday, Chrissy Teigen took it upon herself to rank all the Girl Scout cookies. She went on her stories and then her main feed. So, mm. she was ranking Samoas, Thin Mints, Trape. Trefoils? Trefoils? Trefoils. Trefoils, yeah. Tagalongs and s'mores. And she basically Mm. did a three-part chart. One with a smiley face, one with a neutral face, and one with a sad slash mad face. Basically, best to worst. Eventually, what she came up with, essentially, to save everyone the time, is that all of them were bad. Which is so... Garbage opinion. Inaccurate. And as a tea time favorite game, she did kiss, marry, or kill. Thin mints, tagalongs, or Samoas. Oh, you got to marry Thin Mints. They'll be there for you in mm. the worst of times. Mm. There is always a sleeve in your freezer. You get the best bang for your buck. Mm. You get the most of them. Mm-hmm. What were the other options? Tagalongs. Are those the taco peanut butter ones? Yes. Oh, fuck. You you fuck the tagalongs for sure. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you kill, what's the other one? For the record, I said. Oh, wait, Samoas. Oh, fuck. I love Samoas. Yeah. For yeah, the exactly. record. Yeah, cookies are good. What are we talking about? For the record, she said, kiss, Mary, kill. You were the one who brought that. <laughs> I mean, fucking tagalongs. What are we talking about? Let's be real. I think I agree mostly with your ranking. I think I would marry the Thin Mints. I like Samoas, though. Kiss the Samoas and then... <laughs> Kill the tagalongs? Yeah, for sure. Honestly, I think you're right, actually. I think you have to do that. I, it's unanswerable. I'm sorry. It you're it's right. unanswerable. You Girl like Scout all of them? Are good. I, they're delicious. Yes. I would kill the Thin Mints. <gasps> marry what? the Samoas. Wow. 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 End this podcast right now. Wow. Wow. Wait, wait, 
We have like 30 seconds left. We're what are we supposed to, to do with that? Yeah, We're sorry. supposed to just continue sorry, on with our lives? I'm ringing the bell. <laughs> are you kidding me? I have never felt more betrayed. I will speak to you off mic, Kaya. <laughs> well, on that note. Damn. Oh Another episode in the back. This was a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week. Maybe a little bit more organized and like sense <laughs> in mind. Thank you all for listening. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Alwell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer.